Hello, I'm Marcus Alton from the Tribute website brianclough.com and my guest on the next Green Jumper is a man Brian Clough once said was worth a million pounds. Hello, I'm Ian Bowyer. This is the Green Jumper podcast with Marcus Alton. And I ask Ian if he really thought big things were about to happen when Cluffy arrived at Nottingham Forest. I did because of the uh, profile he had obviously with Derby winning the league and him being on um, television, um, world of sport and all the rest of it. So, um, yeah, you just knew that uh, things would change and, and, and change for the better. And we had a lad called Barry Butlin on the staff, playing staff at the time. And I can remember asking him how um, things would change. He said, uh, whatever's going to change, it'll all be for the betterment of the club. And... Uh, how right he was. But not everything went smoothly behind the scenes. Ian's contract was coming to an end when Clough arrived and an FA tribunal was needed to help sort it out. As Ian explains, Brian himself had to go to the headquarters of the Football Association. I can remember Brian uh, didn't particularly want to go into this meeting. Uh, I think he had the, the famous green on, oh. a pair of shorts, at Lancaster Gate. Nice. And I do remember when, we, when, when it, our case had finished, we all walked out together, and I can remember the taxi driver shouting to Brian, um, Cluffy, have you lost your dugout? <laughs> so I don't think he particularly no. enjoyed the day, but we, no. we managed to agree on something, and, and yeah. I'm thrilled and delighted to say that, uh, yeah, it was the best thing I ever did was to, uh, was to stay. I've got your lovely smiling face to look at on a Saturday, God forbid. When it comes to relaxation for the players, Cluffy was well known for taking you away for maybe a sunshine break somewhere, a bit of sun on your back. How important was that for you and the, and the, and the team? Well, it's, uh, I think it's common knowledge now that um, the top athletes, the Olympic athletes, they go away and do warm weather training and uh, there has to be something in it. Perhaps we were ahead of the game in terms of understanding that. Um, yeah, we used to not get knocked about on the, on the training ground. We used to save most of our energies for, for the game. Um, and he was an absolute master at um, preparing you for games. Um, it's an old, old story, isn't it? Once the, the glass is empty, you've no more to give, then you, know, you, you, you are far better to save a little bit. And we saved from game to game, and we didn't uh, get hammered at the training ground. We saved our strength and our energies for the, for the big games. In fact, I think he used to tell players off if they trained too much, didn't he? Yeah, I can remember yeah. him telling Frank Clark <laughs> off if uh, Frank had been training. Yeah. Now, while we're talking about breaks away, I've got a picture here of um, the team 1980. Yeah. And, th and there you are with the, the rest of the team on the sand dunes in Jersey before the League Cup For, final. Yeah, against Wolves. Do, do, you, do you remember that? I do. It was the longest trip ever. It was, oh, it was a drag. It was, honestly, it was, it was probably, it's probably, well, obviously, yeah. because of the result that followed, it, it became the worst trip ever. 
but I can remember it distinctly because it was the week that Cheltenham races were on. And footballers being footballers, we want to sit in front of the television and watch Cheltenham races. Well, there were <laughs> Peter and, 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 and Brian, that we, we ended up going here, there and everywhere. We were proper tourists, but yeah, we, um, we didn't enjoy it too much. I think that's fair to say. We'll also talk about Ian's vital goals in the European Cup matches, including that momentous victory over Cologne in the 1979 semi-final. You know, here we are, two years after being promoted, we've won the league and now we're in the European Cup final. Yeah. Incredible. Obviously, Cluffy at the time had said, I hope anybody's not stupid enough to write us off. Was that the message that he was telling you? Absolutely, that was, that was the message. But I don't think we needed telling that much because we were a decent team. We didn't defend particularly well on the night. We had uh, one or two lads that had come back into the team for the second leg. So we thought we were stronger, stronger team than the first leg. And uh, yeah, we managed to uh, defy all, all the media. Well, less than a year after all the European success, you were transferred to Sunderland uh, yeah. in January 81. And I've got a copy of Shoot magazine from um, February 81, in which a fan has a letter on the letters page about you. Um, and um, it's headlined Forest Boob, with a picture of you just above it there. And um, the letter... Needless to say, I wasn't the forest you boob. You weren't the forest boob. That's all right, just no. letting well, you... Well, I'll clarify, <laughs> I'll, I'll clarify that now. You were, you were far from the forest boob because the letter says, I think Clough and Taylor have made a very bad mistake in selling Ian Bowyer. If it hadn't been for Ian's experienced and talented play, Forrest wouldn't have had so much success. And the author of that letter is me. Marcus Alton, Loudon. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. And all these years, I've always wanted to show you this. Oh, great. And I got it published in Shoot magazine. What do you think oh, to that? Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> yes, it was a special moment when I showed that letter to Ian. And it's something I write about in my book, Brian Clough, The Lost Tapes which also includes a copy of the letter in Shoot magazine. Some great memories there. My chat with Ian also covers why he left Forest and then came back for a hugely successful spell with Cluffy, playing in a side, including Brian's son Nigel. It's a really entertaining chat, and I'm sure you'll enjoy Ian's sense of humour. Here's another clip. In the 1979 Nottingham Forest annual, you're described as Mr Versatility because of the, the different positions you played on, on the field, really. Was that a label you were happy with? Well, that just meant I could play badly anyway. <laughs> There's a whole chapter, in fact, dedicated to Ian Bowyer in the book Brian Clough, The Lost Tapes, which is supporting good causes and is available at brianclough.com. Copies can also be signed personally for you. I hope you can join me for the next episode of the podcast when there are more memories from Ian Bowyer and his stories of the great man in the green jumper. <laughs>